Welcome back to In the Dirt. And today's episode is going to be a bit different. Uh, usually I have a guest booked and we'll go through and uh, interview them and talk a bit about uh, their business, the industry they work in, or some particular topic. But today's actually going to be a solo episode. I wanted to, to get on here and, and voice some thoughts that have been kind of bouncing around in my head and I've been thinking about a lot. I've made a few posts on, on social media. If you follow me on, on LinkedIn or Instagram, uh, I've talked a bit about it. There, there's the main one that I wanted to get into today was was what mining companies get wrong with social media, because r- really that whole industry I feel is the one of the last to begin adopting uh, social media. They've avoided avoided it for a long time, and, and rightfully so. It was it was still new, and it wasn't something they were sure as an industry would be beneficial, or if it was just something that. Um, would be an internet trend, but look where we are now today with social media being such an important piece of, of nearly every business, whether it's growing the business, growing a brand, uh, driving traffic to websites, uh, creating awareness around something, whatever it may be. So I want to talk a bit about what I feel mining companies should be doing better. And, and I'll leave off with a couple of examples, mining companies and, and some of the better ones out there to follow and some of them that are you know doing a really good job because I hate to, to paint with a large brush over a, a small canvas because there are companies out there that are doing a good job and, and, and being proactive in uh, their social media efforts so but first I wanted to lead into the fact that it is our responsibility um, as a general public to educate ourselves on on mining because I find a lot of people are are very headline reading orientated. They'll read something and that'll be the, the scope of the information they gather instead of actually diving into a topic and understanding it more. So that's part of the problem. But the also the other part of the problem is it is actually the mining industry's fault for not uh, educating people on the industry. And like I mentioned, they, they've, they've hid from social media for a while. But going forward, that's, that's not going to be something they can do. And it's not something that I think they should be avoiding anymore because it's such a powerful tool for them and their business um, to grow it and create awareness and really leverage um, their presence on social media. So just the, the first point is proactive versus reactive. A lot of these companies are very reactive on social media. You look at some of the, the major problems and disasters we've, we've had over the past decade and beyond that. And to bring exa- example to a few uh, BPs, Deepwater Horizons oil spill, um, tech resources, there's selenium water issue in uh, the Elk Valley of eastern British Columbia, Imperial Metals, tailing dam failure at Mount Pauly, uh, Vale, uh, their Brumadino tailings dam failure in Brazil. So when the general public looks at the news, looks at the Facebook, looks at whatever outlet they get their information from, and they see headlines such as this and their preconception on mining is is little little or nothing they they don't see it as being an important industry and they don't understand the the value it brings they see this and they're basing their entire perception off an industry on one uh disaster uh one accident and and, and that's just plain wrong in my opinion and again it goes back into the fact that it's the mining industry's fault about not educating people, not being proactive. Because if companies were proactive about educating people on the importance of the industry, 
the things they do, the policies they have, the structure they have to ensure that these don't happen. The public wouldn't be so shocked when something like this happens. So companies are being reactive on social media when uh, an accident like this happens. They're doing damage control instead of being proactive. And, you know, they're still going to have to do damage control when something like this happens. It's an inexcusable um, event in, in most all cases, unless it's some act of God beyond what we can control. But if they'd be more proactive, maybe something like this wouldn't be that big of an issue and it wouldn't be that big of a PR um, blemish, if you will. So what I'm really getting at here is, is something that's called the social license to operate, operate SLO. So that's going to be something in, in this decade and beyond that's going to dictate whether mining companies are allowed to operate, whether projects go through, um, whether the public approves of, of the company doing business. If you look in the past decade, a lot of companies have just focused on um, Profit, you know, of course, return on shareholders, um, reducing carbon footprint, uh, adjusting to rising cost, uh, innovation, you know, workforce development. But one of the issues and one of the most prevalent issues in, in today's space in mining is maintaining that social license to operate because that really determines, A, whether a project's going to go. You know, there's lots of other factors like metal prices and, and politics and environmental stuff that, that goes, but if, if the community is not on board when you do public hearings for projects, you've lost right there. Like it, it's the, the general public informs who we elect and in turn who we elect provincially or, or federally. This is in Canada, of course. Um, that determines what kind of policies we see and what kind of um, uh, projects we want to see going forward. So like nowadays, we aren't developing a lot of coal projects like thermal coal for burning for energy because we're looking at nuclear, solar. So if it, if it doesn't drive the importance home enough of maintaining a social license to operate, which revolves back to presence on social media as part of that, increased scrutiny from, from end consumers such as um, the general public. If we really think about it, you know, comparing it to another industry like the food industry, look what's happened there. Non-GMO um, branded products. Dolphin safe tuna labels, uh, free range, free range eggs, something that these companies never thought they'd have to do. You know, it's food, you know, buy it, you eat it. But now people are actually concerned. The end consumer is actually concerned. Oh, is this, is this made right? Are the animals treated fair? Is it made with ingredients that I want to put in my body? So I think that is really going to happen in mining. And, and we see that a lot right now with investors in that space. They're starting to, uh, get away from investing in coal projects um, and, and I, I, a little bit of oil projects. There's still a need for that. I, I, I'll give them that, but they're starting to divest from those high carbon footprint projects and in, industries. So companies in response uh, are starting to drop coal assets from their, from their company. <clears throat> so they're no longer investing in those. They're investing in battery metals. So uh, lithium, cobalt, um, copper mines, uh, things like that. So we've seen that in the investor side. But what about the, the, the public or the end consumer side? I think we're really going to start to see them looking at mining as, okay, do we need this project? Almost like the, the, the food industry. Okay, do we want this project in my backyard? Do we need this um, do we need another coal mine? Do we need another copper mine? And it's up to mining to 
maintain their social license to operate through social media as, as one key, key um, part of that, that strategy to educate the general public on, or the end consumer on mining. Now, some people may say, you know, there's companies on social media, you know, there's mining companies on social media. Yes, there is, but look at what they're sharing. One, it's, it's press releases, quarterly financial results, which is still important. People need to know about that. It's all, you know, investment-based and, and, and finance through, through banks and, and through investors. But like, really? You don't want to, sh- like, even if they do share a photo, it, it's, it's nothing remotely close to what it's like actually like at their operations. I find it's a very polished image and rightfully so we want to make a good impression, but there's a point where the public, the people viewing that can, they can see through it. Let's be real here. They can see through these polished images. Lack of public education is partly the mining industry's fault. I'll give them that, but it's also partly the general public's fault because they're not taking the time to educate themselves. They're jumping onto bandwagons after reading headlines or again seeing those those massive emergencies or incidents um, like dam failures oil spills and using that to base their opinion off so it's that and there's there's a lot of biased news and, and journal outlets out there that again they feed off that and and that's kind of how the media works unfortunately and that's how it'll always work so if the mining industry made more of an effort to be proactive not reactive, be proactive in their sense to maintain their social license to operate. You may be looking at a, quite a different picture, you know, beyond this decade, which it, it's the time of the amount of time it's going to take. This isn't going to be a, a one year campaign to fix mining's image. You know, look at how long it's taken to brand mining as it is, you know, back to the 80s, 70s. You know, this is 30, 40, 50 years of, of continuous branding and continuous media. Um, coverage of, of incidents and, and the, the same thing to give people this perception of mining. So moving forward, companies, I really like this one. I, I ended up reading this off an article, but they should focus on profit, of course, people and the planet. So financial issues are as important as environmental issues, as are important as social issues. Whereas in the past, I mean, we're talking way back, like 60s, 70s, financial issues were the only important ones. Is the company making money? Environment was kind of the second you know, choice there in the list. Now environments become very much prevalent in how mining companies operate. We take care of the environment. You know, We don't allow heavy metals to get in the waterways. We reclaim where we've worked. You know, we're reclaiming those old assets, those old mines that were previously mined. And now this decade, I think that social piece is really going to come in. Some ideas that I've had, some some tips, some takeaways is you just need to build trust in the community, your stakeholders, because, you know, it's not just the people that live where you mine. It's also the people that invest in your company. It's the people that want to work for your company. You need to build trust in them. And, and that starts with just sharing your story. What do you guys do? How important is the final product, the metals, the iron ore, um, the oil that you produce, how important is that to the economy? 
What does it comprise when it gets used in an end product? What are some of your standard business practices, SOPs, policies, how you conduct business, what you do to mitigate things? You know, everything like that. Just giving people an, an internal look at how the company operates will dispel a lot of the myth and the confusion around mining. And this isn't just going to be one company that's going to do this. This is a, a global movement that's going to have to take place uh, by a lot of companies just to, to start changing that narrative that has been built up for so many decades uh, prior to this. So it, it goes as far as doing the right thing uh, when people are watching on your social media and also doing it when people aren't watching. Examples of employees taking care of the environment being a good corporate citizen, operating responsibly. Sure, share your financial results. That's important too because that's how that industry operates. Uh, it's a pub All these companies are public. But when, when projects go through hearings, public hearings before they go through or if you know they're expanding, they're changing the mind plan, having the public recognize you as a leader in environmental stewardship, safety, reclamation efforts is already a huge win. Right there. If you have the public on your side, I mean, as simple as this sounds, having photos or videos uh, goes just beyond saying you did something. So saying in a press release, uh, you reclaimed this and that, and, and you uh, refurbished some water treatment facilities or something like that. You, you know, gave a bunch of foxes a new home because they were, they were in the pit and you had to relocate them. Something like that. It shows people you did something. It gives people tangible viewing evidence to say, wow, look at this company is just talking about it and something I have to read. They actually have a photo of what they've done. And in mining, in the mining industry's defense, they are scared that that evidence will, I don't like, I don't like to use the word evidence on that, that information will be used against them. But really, if you're trying to hide it in the first place, you have a problem. I'm just going to leave it at that. If you're trying to hide something in the first place from the public, from the government, you have a problem as a company. So to end off, I don't want to make this, this too long, but I just want to touch on a few points about mainly companies being proactive rather than reactive and how that's going to change the narrative, how that's going to inform the public and get them on board, how that's going to attract people to your company, you know, attract investors to your company, because that's a win-win. That's, for the, for them, if they can attract more investors to their company, more people to their company, and win the public's opinion in a positive way, that is a huge win for the mining industry and each mining company. Because then they can develop more projects, make more money, return to investors. It, I, I don't know if I need to go on at this point. It's a win-win for them. I'll leave off with a few key points here. What social media can offer for companies. A two-way open conversation with their audience. Giving them something to look at, a photo, a video, something that shows you doing something positive, making a difference, rectifying something, mitigating something. Use these platforms to communicate standards, policies, changes within the company, anything, just the internal scope of what you do at the company without spilling the beans, of course, on a few key things that goes without saying, but use these platforms 
to communicate that to people because that's what's going to change the narrative. People have no idea of the inner workings of a company. Educating them is the best thing you can do. It also builds trust and credibility in the marketplace. So stakeholders, community members, politicians, you know, any kind of officials in that sense, they can trust your company will act in their best interest. You know, this isn't, obviously this isn't the only way to build trust. You have to do what you say you're going to do, but this definitely moves the needle. And the biggest point, and this is the one I hit home on all the time, and it's what, you know, my company's mission to do is, is to change the public opinion of the industry. Change that narrative. Because it's been deeply ingrained for tens of decades. But really, modern day mining is a lot different than what it was like in the 50s and 60s. And people don't understand that. And that's my biggest gripe. And that's why I try so hard and will continue to change people's opinion on that. But if companies start sharing their own on their own uh, social media, it's going to help move that needle to change the public opinion. And it's going to in turn influence government policy because the general public influences who gets elected by voting. They believe in what they want. And when they see mining as these environmental disasters, this and that, they vote for people who don't support mining. And that's a problem. Social media is important for mining. Companies have, have run and, and hidden from it for so long, and rightfully so, back in the day. But moving forward, it's something that they're not going to be able to avoid. And they need to approach it in a methodical and thoughtful manner. They need to not be scared to show themselves off. Because hiding and being reactive to public opinion, news events, uh, covering disasters or emergencies, um, government policies that all of a sudden drop, uh, and they weren't expecting it, is not the way to conduct business going forward. And I'll leave off with saying one company that I think is doing a phenomenal job on social media. They're not even Canadian. It's BHP. And they've, they were BHP Billiton, but BHP. They've rebranded themselves. Go look at their Instagram, their LinkedIn. They're, they're just getting started, but they're doing exactly what I've been talking about. They're showing off their people. They're showing off their operations. They're showing off the importance of what they produce. And, you know, I think it's all been iron ore lately, but how much iron ore gets used to build um, one solar farm or, or something, or one wind farm, uh, one vehicle, um, an apartment building, stuff like that, tangible things that people can relate to. So go give them a follow. They're on Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, kind of the works there. Thank you for listening. I hope you got something out of day, some, at least something to think about, something to uh, kind of bounce around your mind. And if you have any questions, you know where to find me. You can find me on uh, LinkedIn, Mac Plovey, or you can find me on Instagram at earthmoversmedia. And if you just want to chat, just throw me a message. Always happy to bounce things back and forth. And I enjoy connecting with people. And it's, it's how I stay connected to the industry. Apart from what I do on sites is, is talking to other people in the industry and um, connecting on ideas. So 
give me a, a message out there if, if, if you enjoyed today's episode and we'll leave it at that. It's a bit shorter one today, but uh, I think it'll really provide some opportunities for people to think about mining and, and something for mining companies to think about start impl- implementing. So until next time, 